friends, it's Destiny. Today we're going to read Junie B. Jones is a Beauty Shop Guy by Barbara Park. Chapter 1. My Brand New Different Name My name is Junie B. Jones. The B stands for Beatrice, except I don't like Beatrice. I just like B and that's all. Only, guess what? That doesn't even matter anymore, because I am changing my name to a brand new, different name. It popped right into my head when I waked up this morning. And that's how come I jumped out of my bed and I zoomed to the kitchen to tell Mother and Daddy. They were sitting at the breakfast table. People, people, guess what? Guess what? I am changing my name to a brand new different name, and it's the loveliest name I ever even heard of. Mother was feeding my baby brother named Ollie, and Daddy was reading the paper. They did not pay attention to me. I climbed up on my chair, and I shouted my new name real loud. Pinky Gladys Gutsman. My new name is Pinky Gladys Gutsman. Just then, Daddy looked over at me over top of his paper, and said, Excuse me? Because now he was paying attention. Could you just run that by me one more time, he asked. Your new name is Pinky Gladys what? I clapped my hands real happy. Gutsman, I shouted, very thrilled. Pinky Gladys Gutsman. And so from now on, everybody has to call me that or else... I will not even answer. Okay, Daddy, okay? And I hugged myself. Isn't it just the cutest name you ever even heard of? Cause Pinky is the loveliest color I ever saw. Plus, Gladys Gutsman is the snack lady at school. And so, who wouldn't, be wanna, who wouldn't want to be named after that woman? That's what I would like to know. Daddy shook his head. I don't know. This doesn't really sound like a good idea to me, he said. And I did a frown at that guy. Why, Daddy? How come? How come it doesn't sound good? Well, for one thing, it's much too long, he said. No one will be able to remember a name as long as that one. I tapped on my chin. Hmm, I said. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Then all of a sudden, my whole face got happy. Hey! I got it. I got the answer. And after that, I zoomed to my room, and I got some paper, and I zoomed right back again. A name tag. We'll make a name tag. I said that way, people can read my new name, and they won't even have to remember it. I gave the paper to Mother. Write it down, write it down, write it down. Write my new name on this paper. Then we can pin it right to my clothes. Mother did a frown at Daddy. Way to go, Ace, she said, kind of mumbling. After that, she wrote my new name on my paper, and she pinned it to my PJs. I danced all around the floor. Pinky Gladys Gutsman. My new name is Pinky Gladys Gutsman. I sang real joyful. Mother and Daddy didn't say any words. They just kept on looking at me. Finally, Daddy got up from the table. Well... Gotta go, he said. I've got an appointment to get a haircut. 
Mother springed up out of her chair, and she grabbed Daddy by his shirt. Oh, no, you don't. You can't, she said. I have an appointment to take Ollie to the doctor this morning, remember? If you need to get your hair cut, you're going to have to take you-know-who with you. I tapped on her. Gutsman, I said. The name is Pinky Gladys Gutsman. Daddy run his fingers through his hair. Then he did a big sigh. And he told me to hurry and get dressed. I jumped way high in the air. Hooray, I shouted. Hooray, hooray, Pinky Gladys Gutsman is going to the barber shop with her daddy and she really enjoys that place. After that, I twirled and twirled all around the kitchen. Only too bad for me, cause I accidentally twirled into the refrigerator and the stove and the dishwasher. I got knocked onto the floor and my head made a loud clunking sound. I felt real careful. Good news, I said. No damage. After that, I jumped back up and I ran to get dressed for the barber shop. Chapter 2. Meeting Maxine. Me and Daddy rode, drove in the car for a real long time. It was not that enjoyable. Are we there yet? How come we're not there? Are we lost? Huh, Daddy? Did you lose us? I asked. But just then, Daddy pulled into a parking lot. Hey, we're there. We're there, I, I hollered, very thrilled. I looked through the window. Yeah, only here's the problem. I don't even recognize this place because this is not your regular barber shop. Daddy got me out of my seatbelt. This is a different barber shop, he explained. Someone at, at work recommended it, only it's not actually a barber shop, he said. It's more of what you'd call, well, okay, it's a beauty shop. My eyes got big and wide at that guy. A beauty shop? Oh, boy, because I love beauty shops even more than barber shops. I jumped up and down and all around. Hey, everybody, my dad is going to a, barber, a beauty shop. My dad is going to a beauty shop. Shh, Junie B, please, said Daddy. You have to be on your best behavior in this place, and I mean it. No acting crazy. I smoothed my jacket very proper. Yeah, only I don't even know what you're talking about. I said, I never acted crazy in my whole entire career. And after that, I skipped very happy through that beauty shop door. There was a lady behind a counter. Her face had big, shiny red lips on it. Name, please, she said. Robert Jones, said Daddy. I stood on my tippy toes. Yeah, only he has other names too, I said. Cause sometimes people call him Bob, and some people call him Bobby. Plus today, my mother called him Ace. The lady looked over the counter at me. And what is your name, she asked. I quick took off my jacket and showed her my name tag. Pinky, I said. My name is Pinky Gladys Gutsman, cause I just thought of that cute name this morning, and it is adorable, I think. The lady looked funny at me. She didn't ask me any more questions. Pretty soon, a different lady walked up, and she shook my daddy's hand. Hello, 
I'm Maxine, and I'll be cutting your hair today, she said, real nice. My eyes popped right out of my head right out at that woman cause she was wearing a name tag just like me. Maxine, hey, Maxine, look down here. I have on a name tag too, I hollered. Maxine ruffled my hair. Pinky Gladys Gutsman, huh? She said. Well, Pinky Gladys Gutsman, since you're already wearing a name tag, I guess that means you should be my helper today. Yes, uh, I yelled cause I already know how to be a helper on account of sometimes I help my grandpa Miller fix stuff. And last week we fixed the upstairs toilet and I got to touch that big ball that floats on the top. Maxine laughed. Wow, a helper with plumbing experience. This must be my lucky day, she said. After that, she holded my hand and she took Daddy to the sink. Then Maxine washed Daddy's hair and she let me hold the fluffy towel. I holded it real tight in my arms. Look, Maxine, look at me holding this fluffy towel. See how good I'm doing? I am not even letting it touch the floor. Only too bad for me, cause just then my nose got some itchy fuzzies in it and I started to sneeze. Ah, ah, achoo! I sneezed right into the fluffy towel. It was soft as a feather. And that's how come I wiped my itchy nose on that salty thing, plus I also blowed a teeny bit. Maxine made a face. Yeah, only you don't even have to worry because I'm not even contagious, I told her. Then I gave her the fluffy towel to dry Daddy's hair. But Maxine said, no thank you. And she dried Daddy's towel with a different fluffy towel. She dried Daddy's hair with a different fluffy towel. After that, all of us went to her giant spinny chair. Hey, I love this kind of chair, I said, real excited. I climbed up there zippity quick. Spin me, spin me, spin me, I hollered. Daddy leaned close to my ear and his face did not look pleasant. Get down, he whispered, very chilling. I got down and Maxine patted my head. She gave me a broom. It was big and wide. Here, helper, you can sweep Daddy's hair as I'm cutting it, she said. Yes, I said back, cause I am an excellent, I am excellent at this appliance, I believe. After that, I held the broom real tight in my hands and I runned up and down the floor. Look, Maxine, look at me sweeping. See me? See how fast I am? Only too bad for me, cause just then a lady didn't get out of my way and she walked right in front of my big wide broom and her feet got sweeped. Ow, she hollered. Ow, ouch, ow. Daddy run over and snatched my broom away because I wasn't the helper anymore, apparently. After that, he gave Maxine lots of dollars, and he took my hand, and me and him rushed right out of that place. Chapter 3. Practicing. Daddy drove me home in the car. I kept on sniffing the air. You smell like a lovely woman, I said. Daddy wasn't that friendly. It's the hair gel, he grouched. I sniffed some more. Hmm. I love that smelly hair gel, I said. Plus, I love sweeping and holding the fluffy tail. And so maybe I might be a beauty shop guy when I grow up. Wonderful, said Daddy. 
I know. It is wonderful, I said. And here's another wonderful thing. I already have a name tag and a towel and a broom and some scissors. And so I'm all set to go to work, probably. Just then, Daddy quick pulled the car to the curb. No, Junie B. No, you're not all set up to go to work, he said. You don't just pick up some scissors and start cutting hair. Do you understand? Working in a beauty shop takes years and years of practice. Yeah, only I already know that, I said. I already know it takes years and years of practice. Years and years and years, said Daddy. I did a huffy breath at him. I already know that. I told you, I said again. After that, I leaned back in my seat, and I thinked about the years and years of practice. Finally, I did a big sigh. I would have to get started right away. Daddy pulled the car into our driveway, and I run inside my house zippity-quick. I'm home, I hollered. I'm home from the beauty shop. Mother run out of baby Ollie's room. Shh! I just put your brother down for his nap, she said. I stood there for a minute. Cause that woman just gave me a sneaky idea, that's why. I did a fake yawn. <sighs> I need a nap too, I think, I said. Cause that beauty shop got me all tired out. I walked to my bedroom. Well, nighty-night. Don't let the bed bugs fight, I said. Mother followed me. Her face looked suspicious. Suspicious is the grown-up word for, I think maybe you might be fibbing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on there a second, said Mother. I thought you hated naps. I do, I said. I do hate naps. But today I worked really hard at the beauty shop, and that job got me pooped, I tell you. After that, I closed my door, and I got under my covers. Mother peeked in at me. I did a fake snore, and then I waited and waited till she closed the door again. I stayed in bed till it was safe. Then I finally tippy-toed to my desk, and I opened the top drawer real quiet. I searched my hands all around that thing. Then all of a sudden, my heart got very pumpy, Cause my hands felt what they were looking for, and their name is my bestest shiny scissors. Chapter 4. Snipping, snipping, snipping. I opened and closed my shiny scissors real fast. Now I can start my years and years of practice, I whispered, very thrilled. I skipped to my bed where my stuffed animals sit, cause I needed volunteers, of course. Who wants to go first? I asked my animals. Who wants to get their fur trimmed at my beauty shop? My bestest elephant named Philip Johnny Bob raised his foot. I do, I do, he said. I hugged him very tight, cause that guy is always a good sport, that's why. I picked him up and put him in my beauty chair. I sat him on lots of pillows so he would be tall. Then I kept on looking and looking at his fur. Yeah, only here's the problem, I said. Your fur is made out of softy gray velvet, and softy gray velvet is short and smoothy, and so I can't even trim you. Philip Johnny Bob did a sad sigh. 
I patted his head and I put him back on the bed. Just then I accidentally stepped on something. I looked on the floor and guess what? It was my slippers that just looked like bunnies. Us, us, trim us, they said real squilly. Hey, yeah, cause you have the beautifulest long white fur I ever even saw. And so you guys will be perfect, probably. I quick picked them up and put them in my beauty chair. After that, I skipped all around them and I sniffed their long white fur. I sing a lovely song, and it's called Sniffing, 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 Their Long White Fur. It was the funnest fun I ever even had. After I got done, I holded them up to the mirror so they could see themselves. They did not smile. We're baldies, they said real soft. I did a big breath at those guys. Yeah, only I already know you are baldies, but that's not my fault. Because you kept on wiggling while I was trimming you, I said. I petted their heads very nice. Don't worry, I whispered, because bunny fur probably grows back. Probably. I'm almost positive, sort of. Then I hugged them real gentle, and I throwed them under my bed, because I didn't want Mother and Daddy to see them. That's why. After that, I got in bed, and I did a sigh. This job was going to take more practice than I thought. Chapter 5 Teddy and Tickle. My bunny slippers didn't grow their fur back. I peeked at them the whole entire weekend. Only no fur growed at all. Not even a teensy fuzzy. On Monday at school, I didn't feel like playing at recess. My bestest friend named Grace put her arm around me. What's wrong, Junie B? she said. How come you don't want to play? I hanged my head real glum. Cause bunny fur doesn't go back, that's why. I said, only who knew? And so now I can't be a beauty shop guy when I grow up, probably. And that was my hopes and dreams. That Grace's eyes got big and wide at me. Hey, me too, she said. Being a beauty shop guy is my hopes and dreams too. My Aunt Lola owns her very own beauty shop. And she already said I could be a shampoo girl. Just then, my other bestest friend named Lucille started fluffing her fluffy hair. When I grow up, I'm going to be a client, she said. A client is a person who goes to the beauty shop and spends a small fortune. She took a little brush out of her purse and she started brushing her hair. See how shiny my hair is? It's soft and silky too. Soft and silky and well-conditioned. She shaked it all around in the air. A woman's hair is her crowning glory, she said. Want to feel it, huh? Do you? After that, she shaked her hair all around in the air. You're getting on my nerves, I said. Just then, that Grace clapped her hands real loud. Junie B, Junie B, I just thought of something. Maybe Aunt Lola, Lola will let you be a shampoo girl too, and so both of us can be shampoo girls together. I did a gasp. <gasps> really, Grace? Do you think she would? Really, really, really? Then I hugged that Grace as tight as I could, cause guess what? My hopes and dreams was back. After that, I got after I got home from school, I run to my room speedy quick. I grabbed my fuzzy teddy off the bed, and I zoomed to the bathroom. 
My grandma Helen Miller shouted hello at me. She was in the nursery with my baby brother named Ollie. Hello to you too, I shouted. Only, here's an important message, cause right now I'm shutting the bathroom door on account of that is called privacy, madame. And after that, I locked the door real secret. And I filled the sink with water. And then I dunked Teddy up and down, and I put shampoo on that guy. I sing the happy song, and it's called Dunkin' Teddy up and down and puttin' shampoo on that guy. Only too bad for me, cause pretty soon Teddy's head got all soaky wet with water, and he couldn't hold it up that good. It flopped all around on his neck. I stood him up in the sink, and he was a giant sog ball. I felt sickish inside of my stomach. That's how come I wrapped him in a towel and I hurried up back to my room. After that, I patted his sog ball head real gentle, and I throwed him up under the bed with my slippers. I hanged my head real gloomy. Darn it, I said. I am not a good shampoo girl either, and so now I can never work at Aunt Lola's with Grace, probably. Just then, my dog named Tickle scratched at my door. Go away, Tickle, I said. I'm not in a playing mood. But he kept on scratching and scratching. I opened the door a teeny crack. I said to go away. Don't you even understand language? Only too bad for me, cause Tickle springed right up. And he knocked open the door and he runned into my room. He zoomed around and around in circles. Then finally he got dizzy and pooped. And he flopped over on my rug. I looked closer at that fellow. Hmm, I said. Your fur is looking kind of tangly and matty. Only I never actually noticed that before. I tapped on my chin. Maybe you should come to my beauty shop for a trim. Cause I already had practice and so I can do better this time, I believe. I did more thinking. Hey, yeah, and here's another thing. Dog fur grows back. Right, Tickle? And so, what do we have to lose? That's what I would like to know. I zoomed to my desk and got my shiny scissors. Then I hurried back to Tickle. And I gave him a hug. And I trimmed his tangly, matty fur. Chapter 6. The Trouble with Tickle. Tickle did not turn out that professional. His fur was choppy and moppish. Plus, his tail was a teeny stubby. I tried to push him under my bed, but he wouldn't even go. Yeah, only you have to go under there, Tickle, or else Mother and Daddy will see your fur and I will be in trouble. Just then I heard feet walking in the hall. Oh, no. It was Mother. She was home from work. I run around real upset. Hide, Tickle, hide, hide, I said. Just then I saw my fuzzy pink sweater. I grabbed it out of the closet and I threw it on Tickle speedy fast. Also, I grabbed my favorite hat with the devil horns, and I plopped it on his head. All of a sudden, Mother opened my door. I backed up from her. <laughs> Hello, I said, kind of nervous. How are you today? I'm, I'm fine, plus Tickle is fine, too. I did a gulp. He is wearing clothes, apparently, I said. Just then, Mother walked to Tickle real slow, and she took off his hat. And that is how come I quick run out of my room and down the hall and outside into the yard. Cause I didn't want to be there when the sweater came off, of course. 
Mother chased me all over the yard. That woman is speedier than she looks. She caught me by the arm and marched me into the house. After that, she sat me in a chair and she said, My goose is cooked, young lady. Goose is cooked means that your goose is in big trouble. Only, I don't actually have a goose. Only, that was not the time to mention it, probably. Just then, my daddy came home from work. Mother tattletailed tattletailed to him about Tickle. Then, both of them hollered a lecture at me. It was called, What in the world has gone into me, young lady? And, "Do Do I not even have good sense? And, Do they have to watch me every single minute? After they finished yelling, Mother put me in my room, and she took away my scissors forever. And here's the worstest part of all. After dinner, I had to take a bath and go right back to bed. Mother kissed me on the cheek, and it was not that sincere. Yeah, only I am not even tired, I said, and so maybe I should watch Wheel of Fortune, perhaps. Mother shook her head. No way. No TV, she said. If you're not tired, you can lie here and think about what you did today. After that, she shut my door and walked away. I did a huffy breath at her. Yeah, only I don't even have to think about what I did today because I already think about it. That's why I whispered to just myself. And then I did a teeny smile. And guess what else? I think I'm making progress. Chapter 7. The Terriblest Trouble The next morning, I was very cheered up because I knew what went wrong with Tickle. Tickle has dog hair, and dog hair is harder to cut than people hair because people hair is much more tamer. I run to the mirror, and I looked at my people hair. I bet I can cut this kind of hair just perfect, I said. Just then, I heard the front door open. It was my grandpa, Frank Miller. He was here to babysit me before school. I run and kissed that guy hello. Then I zoomed right back to my room and I hollered a message down the hall. Don't come in my room, okay, Grandpa? Because I want to get dressed all by myself today and I don't even need any help. After that, I shut my door real tight and I hurried to my desk. Because, guess what? Extra scissors. That's what. They were in my middle drawer where I keep them. I opened and closed them real fast. Then I skipped to my dresser and I combed my bangs silky smooth and I snipped their ends right off. I peeked at myself kind of nervous and guess what? I wasn't even ruined. I smiled real thrilled. I knew I could do this. I knew it. I knew it. All I needed was practice. After that, I snipped some more bangs. Plus, I snipped some sides and some top and some back. After I was finished, I looked in the mirror again. I did a teeny frown. Hmm. My bangs do not look even Stephen, I said. And that's how come I tried to even them up. Only those dumb things kept getting tiltier and tiltier. And finally, I got frustration inside of me and I took a whole big hunk. And I cut them right off. (laughs) So there, I said. I put down my scissors and I looked at myself. I did a big gasp. Oh, no. My hair was sticking out all over the place. Sprigs, I said. I got sprigs. And that's how come I started to cry. 
Cause sprigs are shorty little sticklets, and they are not attractive, I tell you. Just then I heard a knock at my door. Jenny B, honey, you all right in there? Asked Grandpa. Okay if I come in? No, not okay, I hollered. I'm still getting dressed, and so please go back to where you came from. Grandpa Miller laughed. Okay, okay, I get the message, he said. I'll go make you a sandwich. You'd better hurry up, though. I've got to do some errands, so I'm driving you to school today. His feet walked back to the kitchen. I sat down on my bed real upset, cause Spriggs is the terriblest trouble I ever even saw. Chapter 8. Hats. I didn't know what to do. How could I even go to school? Cause everyone would see my Spriggs, and they would laugh and laugh, and that's how come I couldn't stop crying. Only, all of a sudden, a miracle happened, and it's called I Spotted My Hat with the Devil Horns. It was sitting on my desk right where Mother had left it, and that hat gave me a good idea. I quick picked it up and I put it on my head, and guess what? It hided my sprigs. Hey, if I wear this to school, no one will even see my hair, I said, real relieved. Yeah, only what if I'm playing on the playground and somebody steals my devil horn hat off my head? Then everyone will see my sprigs and they will laugh and laugh. I thought real hard. Hmm, I said. Maybe I can wear two hats. That way, if somebody pulls off one hat, I'll still have another one on. I spotted my shower cap. It was lying on my chair and I put it on under my hat. Yeah, only what if I'm playing on the playground and somebody pulls off my devil horn hat and then they pull off my shower cap too. Then everyone will see my sprigs and they will laugh and laugh. I tapped on my chin. Three hats, I said. I will wear three hats to school because that will give me a whole extra hat of protection. I opened my bottom drawer and found my ski mask because ski masks hide your whole entire everything. I put the ski mask on my head, then I put on my shower cap and my hat with the devil horns. I looked at myself in the mirror. Now nobody can see anything, not even my nose. After that, I got dressed and I skipped real happy to the kitchen. Grandpa Miller's eyes popped out at me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't go to school looking like that, he said. And that's how come I had to tell him a teensy-beensy fib. Yeah, only today is crazy hat day, and my teacher said we can wear however many hats we want, I said. Grandpa Miller scratched his head. Then he watched me eat my sandwich through the mouth hole, and he drove me to school. I skipped into room nine, very joyful. I sat down at my table next to Lucille. Hello, I said. It's me, Jenny B. Jones. See me, Lucille? See me? I am wearing an attractive hat assortment. Just then, a meanie boy named Jim pointed and shouted, Hey, everybody, look at Looney B. Jones. What a goony bird, he shouted. Then all of a sudden, he speeded across the room. He grabbed my devil horn hat right off my head. And all of room nine laughed and laughed. Because they saw my, saw my shower cap, of course. Only lucky for me. Because just then, my teacher hurried up into the room and she took control of people. Her name is Mrs. She has another name too, but I just like Mrs. and that's all. Mrs. grabbed my hat from that mini gym and she gave it back to me. Then she yelled at all the children and she took me into the hall. Mrs. bended down next to me. 
Okay, kiddo. What's the story here, she asked. I rocked back and forth on my feet because I didn't want to tell her the story. That's why. Yeah, only I don't actually know what you're referring to, I said, real soft. The hats, Junie B. What's the story with the hats? Finally, I did a big breath and I told her the story. The Story with Hats by Junie B. Jones. Once upon a time, there was a little girl named Pinky Gladys Gutsman, and she was practicing to be a beauty shop guy. Only too bad for her, cause her stupid dumb bangs kept on getting tiltier and tiltier, and that's how come she had to cut them off. And now she wishes she was never even Pinky. And that is all the details I would like to share with you at this time. I did a big breath. The end. Mrs. put her hands on my shoulder. Junie B., honey, are you telling me that you cut your bangs off? Is that what this is about? I did not answer her. Then all of a sudden, Mrs. took off my ski cap, and I didn't even know she was going to do that. No, I hollered, don't. Only it was too late. Mrs. saw my hair. She She hugged me real tight. Oh, Junie B., she said. What happened? I started to cry all over again. Sprigs, I said. Sprigs happened. After that, Mrs. gave me some tissues, and me and her sat down on the floor, and we figured out what to do. Chapter 9. Learning a Lesson Finally, Mrs. put my devil horn hat back on my head. Here, she said. This will be the only hat that you'll need to wear today. I promise. After that, we went back into room nine, and Mrs. told a teensy-beensy fib. Boys and girls, may I have your attention, please? Junie B. is starting to get the sniffles, and so I'm going to let her wear her hat in class. She looked at that meanie Jim. All day, Jim. She's going to wear it all day, and no one is going to touch it, she said. Not anyone. I jumped up out of my seat. Yeah, Jim, you can't even touch it with your baby little pinky finger. Right, Mrs.? Right, right? Right, said Mrs. Not even at recess. Right, Mrs.? Right? Mrs. sucked in her cheeks. Yes, Junie B. Right. And not when I'm getting a drink of the water fountain. And not when I'm bending down to tie my shoe. And not when I'm walking to the pencil sharpener. And not when I'm just plain sitting in my chair. And not when I'm working in my workbook. And not when I'm practicing my alphabet. And not when... Okay, okay, we get the picture, said Mrs. I smoothed my dress. Alrighty then, I said, real nice. After that, I sat in my chair and I worked in my workbook and I played at recess and I went to the water fountain and no one touched my hat. After school, Daddy came to room nine to get me. I was surprised to see that guy. Daddy, Daddy, I didn't even know you were coming to get me today and so this day turned out better than I thought. Daddy stared at my hat. All of a sudden, my stomach did not feel good about this situation. He reached out and took it off my head. Then he quick closed his eyes. Lovely, he said. After that, he picked me up and he carried me to the car. I tapped on him. Did you really mean it as lovely or was that a little joke? I, kind of, I asked kind of nervous. But Daddy didn't answer my question. 
Instead, he buckled me in my seatbelt and we started to drive. We drove and drove for a real long time. Finally, we pulled into a parking lot. I looked out the window. Daddy, hey daddy, it's the beauty shop. The beauty shop with Maxine, I said. Daddy took me right inside and guess what? Maxine was waiting for me. She did a smile. Hmm, looks like someone gave herself a little trim, she said. I felt shy of her. I did not turn, I didn't turn it out, even Stephen, I said, kind of soft. Maxine ruffled my hair. Then she put me in her giant spinny chair and she sprayed my hair with water. After that, she snipped and snipped and snipped. Finally, she put gel on my hair and she blowed me dry. I looked at myself in the big mirror. Hey, what do you know? No more sprigs, I said, real delighted. How did you do that, Maxine? How did you do that? Maxine winked at Daddy. Years of practice, she said. Daddy leaned close to my face. Years and years and years, he said. After that, he lifted me down from the chair, and he gave Maxine lots more dollars, and me and him drove home again. After we got to my house, Daddy came to my room with me. He took my extra scissors off of my desk and he put them in his pocket. Sorry, Daddy. Sorry I cut my own hair, I said. He did a sigh. I know you're sorry, Junie B., he said. I just hope you learned a lesson from all this. I did, Daddy. I did learn a lesson. And I mean it. I mean it. I mean it. Daddy kissed my head. Because that guy still loves me, that's why. After he left my room, I looked at my hair some more. It was the cutest hair I ever even saw. Just then, my whole face lighted up. Hey, I'm the one who got this haircut started, and so maybe I can be a beauty shop guy after all, I said real thrilled. I tapped on my chin. Yeah, only what happens when I grow up and I have to practice some more? What will I use to cut with? I looked at my desk very curious. Then I tippy-toed over there real quiet. And I opened my bottom desk drawer. I searched my hands all around that thing. And then all of a sudden, I smiled kind of sneaky. Because guess what? More extra scissors. Me and. I hope that you enjoyed this story and that you come back for more. Hopefully, I'll be able to record some more very soon. That way, you don't have to wait so long between recordings. But... We'll see. Life is chaos. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Bye. Hi, I just wanted to let you know that I created a Gmail account so that you could send me emails. I would love to hear where you're listening from. Anything that you would like to tell me, I'm open to to reading your emails about it. And also, if you have any book recommendations, I would love to hear them. I'm going to let you know what it is right now. Are you ready? It's the title of the podcast, Beloved Children's Books at gmail.com. Again, Beloved Children's Books at gmail.com. I hope to hear from you soon.